Welcome to Effed Up Successes, the weekly creative entrepreneur's podcast about failing upwards and navigating the journey of authentic growth. Ooh. Uh-huh. Test, test. Uh-huh. Test, uh-huh. test. No. Okay, just wanted to make sure that we were there. Yeah, we're here. We're here. I'm here. You're here. Is that your Ira Glass voice? I'm Ira Glass. This is This American Life. I'm Barbara Walters. Would you be Barbara Walters? No. I would love to be Ira Glass. I'm Phoebe Judge. This is criminal. Do you listen to criminal no, podcasts? No. You know oh, who we'd be? You so know the good. Saturday Night Live, like, talk show, like, radio talk show hosts? Oh, yes. And they just talk like this. Yeah. Molly Shannon. Yeah, the And show. Anna Gaston. I'm like asleep now just from talking I like that. I feel like maybe we should record an entire podcast just whispering. I think we should do a holiday ASMR episode. Ooh, like grabbing beeper. That, you know, I have misophonia. Cocoa. Do you know what that is? It's yeah, you can't listen to people eat. Like auditory-ish, like is processing issues. Is this why you issues? slapped me in the face this morning when I was eating my croissant? Yeah. No. Don't make such a loud chomp ah, on that croissant. No, so country. like, <laughs> it's like repetitive noises really bother me. So like, um. Tapping. Tapping only if I notice a tapping, shaking, like if you're like, yeah, like kind of shaking your legs. Mm-hmm. Um, wrapping paper drives me crazy. Really? Plastic bags drive me crazy. Interesting. It's weird. And like crunching sounds, like my cat eating plastic bags because he's an asshole. Like, But that's more like a, oh God, I'm going to have to yeah. like deal with. I wonder if there's like this weird trigger just because like it Probably. maybe like makes let's me dive deeper. panic. Maybe I will. Pick my brain. Let's do the whole like get out thing where I'll take the tea and I'll. I still haven't I'll, seen um... <gasps> You're really? going to read my tea? No, I'm going to hypnotize you. Oh. Oh shit. I just gave it. I don't care. Damn it. I don't care. I'm. Here's That's another thing about <laughs> me. Sorry. I would rather know about spoilers no, so I can process a, them I still better. Didn't really ruin it. It's a good like, movie. Like I had it's... to read up on Midsummer before oh. I even thought about watching. You know good. what I mean? Did you watch it though? No. Oh, it's so good. Because I read it and I was like, Midsummer, I'm good. I like. I like actually. It's actually very in a very similar vein. Yeah. Um, Get Out is. I thought it was fucking terrifying. I've heard it's amazing, but it's terrifying. amazing and terrifying, and yeah. also like. And there's also it's a really good movie. Didn't like um, his second film as much, but that's because there were so many holes. Anyways, <laughs> hi, hi, how are you? I'm good. How was your day going so far? It's great. Rachel and I. Oh, that was my nose. Mm. Rachel and I got to have breakfast together. We love having. It was breakfast really nice. With you. We shared a cinnamon roll, and she let me have oh, the middle. So you know did. that's love. It's true love. It's true love. I tried to give it to her, and she said, "No, bitch." I wanted to watch eat the middle. you eat the middle of that. I enjoyed roll. it. it you like that meme of that little kid that's like your mom sitting on the couch waiting for you to open the presents oh, you told yeah, you yeah, she didn't get. Yeah. yeah, so good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. That's so we're having a dish day because we feel like we really need to lighten the mood. It's been so long. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling this dish day might get a little heavy too, but like we're going to go through. I think so. Well, so it's the end of the year. Yeah. There's and, a lot to unpack. Um, it's time for us to kind of go through, I think, the best and the worst of 2019. I love it. Which I'm is ready. our little recap. So don't expect a fucking blog post from me, everybody. This is it. This is what I'm doing. This is all you're getting. Merry Christmas. Um, so to recap, uh, we, we both had a crazy year. It was mm-hmm. very full. Um, crazy in different ways though. Crazy in very different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, I traveled a ton. I think I was traveling basically every month or every other month, which is great. I loved it. Um, we had 38 weddings, which is so many weddings. Ouch. Um, 
all sorts of life changes. But mm-hmm. I would I want to start with like wedding stuff. I want to start with like best and yes. worst. Let's get to it. Um, I had our first wedding actually we we had was in January. We had literally January, February, March weddings. So like we kicked off 2019 strong. Um, our first wedding of the year, Celia and Jefferson, adore them. I think I just drooled on myself. Don't take a picture of me. Don't look at me. It's like at the beginning of Christina Aguilera's Beautiful. Don't look at me. Um, we had beautiful, um, beautiful Celia and Jefferson. They got married in DC, obsessed with this couple. They're so fun. Um, and of course, in the process of planning their wedding, which all they cared about was getting married in DC. They're not even from the area. They flew in, everybody flew in just to be in DC for their wedding. Government shutdown happened. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. Oh, no. So that was chaos. Yeah. Which, and normally January is a pretty dull month for yeah. everybody, uh, December, January, but it was literally like the, the weeks leading up to it, insanity putting that stuff together. Um, but we made the best of it. We literally, I made posters for, because they did it at the museum, which is also closing, end of an era. Super sad. Um, on their on their boards that like the changing posters, like the digital posters, I made a bunch of like graphics for their wedding. One said like, um, welcome to like the best, of, the best DC event of the year. And in parentheses said so far, because I got married like the first week of January. It's super cute. And it was like, wedding so epic the government had to shut down for it or something I love it. like we made we, so good. We, they took it all in stride it was so so fun so i was gonna say i don't know if that's the best or worst but i think it's kind of a combination we took something that was the worst and turned it into the best and it was like a magical day um that's my that's my first one what about you let's go let's go so, chronologically no no you keep going because oh, no, you have so random. many so i don't i didn't have that many <sighs> weddings okay, okay because yeah because of finn um we had a february wedding um there was snow uh, a drunk man rolled down an embankment. I love that story. And it's then so got funny. into a fight with a, a park ranger. Um, so that was good. Actually, the buses were delayed because people were sliding all over the roads. Um, and they couldn't get through because tow trucks and everything else. Do you ever, can I pause? Yeah. Do you ever see those horrible, like, videos of people trying to drive up and down hills in the winter and you just yes. see the cars just sliding like, what is wrong and you're watching you? 20 cars just try to do the same mm-hmm, thing and mm-hmm, they just don't learn mm-hmm. we when i grew up in baltimore we lived on a hill our street was a hill and that was literally a pastime of ours as a kid as kids oh my gosh. we would sit outside playing and every time a car would come up the hill we would literally stop what we were doing <laughs> and watch the car no. try to make it up the hill oh gosh it was so funny i lived up a hill actually too growing up and i remember like so many times having to push my car up because I would think I could get it up. My little Honda Civic, uh-huh. 1997. Oh, yeah. Um, and then just learning to just park at the bottom of the hill and, yeah. and try just to walk it. up. Just, yeah, just <laughs> claw your way up the snow right. embankment. Oh, my yeah. gosh. No, I, I mean, I love snow, but during the wedding, was not, it was not the, the best thing. Um, the wedding after that, Meredith and Orr's wedding, love them too. Uh, more so, and they know this, um, they're corgi named cooper i fell in love with him cooper the corgi cooper the corgi Cute. i literally when i left that wedding because it technically was mariah's wedding and i was supposed to like show up for ceremony and then leave and of course cooper was there so i hung out so with you cooper stay there forever the whole day and basically i i literally no lie i literally cried when i left because i was like cooper i love you so much please take care because they live across the country right you're never gonna California. see him again. Um, I might listen, Meredith, if you're listening, I'm, I might, um, pop in in January on my way to Bali cause I'm, I'm going to be in that area. I need to see your dog. I please. just want to see Cooper. I mean, I want to see you too. Obviously I want to see you guys, but, um, we did have a wedding, um, beautiful, obsessed with this couple too, um, out in, on the Eastern shore, 
um, mm. beautiful, like re- like Nantucket themed. Is really it the pinata wedding? Yes, I love it so I'm much. Obsessed with love them. it so like, much. Also need to visit them because I'm obsessed with them so you much. You guys, if you're thinking about getting married or you have like clients that are getting married, if they do not have pinatas made of themselves, it literally, they are yeah. not getting married so in the right it was, way. Yeah, so it was Scott and Ron's wedding, and they had literally like three three and a half foot tall pinatas made that looked like them and they each got to like swing <gasps> can we get pinatas person's. made of us <gasps> yeah absolutely. absolutely we need them it was oh god it was and there's dogs at that wedding too of course of course i'm obsessed with them oh my god and then their their first dance was a choreographed dance to um uh what's the song from the musical with hugh grant or not hugh grant jesus hugh jackman um, I know. I see it. I see it. The circus. Kitty Barnum. Yeah, no. Not but like that. The, that the, one. The best. Right. Ugh. Right. Look- right. Yeah, he was in that. Isn't that him though? He was yes. Kitty Barnum. Yeah. Um. The Greatest Showman. Same shit. Ugh. Same shit. I knew. Okay. My brain. Sorry. I totally jacked that up. You can tell, guys. We're she totally, totally jacked. Hugh Jackman that up. That up. Um, yeah. You could tell we're, we're winging this as we go. Yeah. So their first dance was choreographed to that song. It was so good. Oh yeah. my God. It was so good. Everybody was sobbing. And then everybody all joined up. Oh, it was great. Okay. That was super fun. Um, I just, honestly, we had a lot of really fabulous weddings. Yeah. So I'm going to stop in spring because I want I want to hear about your. Oh yeah. So we had spring. a couple in spring. I think my or, best, I, I worked with this really awesome couple, Laura and Mike, and they were mm-hmm. super fun. And they allowed me just to kind of do my thing, which was really awesome. I got to team up with some of my favorite vendors. Um, I think the wedding gods were definitely on our side. This was a super hot wedding and it was supposed to rain. It was like like a 60% chance of rain and mm-hmm. like it missed us. Like it stopped right before we needed to set up oh, for the ceremony. Amazing. They ate outside. Like it was al fresco reception. It's a dream. Um, it was hot as balls, mm-hmm. but <laughs> like it was better than, you know, raining in this like historic DC venue that really didn't have a great backup space. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were kind of just putting all of our eggs in one basket. We didn't get a tent. Ooh, girl. So like, I was already like, Oh God. Oh my God. Yeah. Like stressing out oh, because yeah. like, understandably the views were so amazing. You don't like, they literally booked this venue to be like, I want to yeah. see the row houses behind Decatur house. Yeah. If you've ever done work there, it's beautiful. Um, and we we didn't get one, and it was, like, last minute. They decided, no, we don't want it, like, three days before. And I was, like, having a heart attack. Ooh. But, like, I was, you know, of course, going to, like, fight for them. Crazy. <laughs> Downpoured, like, at, like, 2.30. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting to make the weather call until then. And then I was, like, watching my little Dark Sky app oh sponsor God. us. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, like, finally it cleared up in time for us to get, like – Everything set up and Amazing. it started raining at eleven thirty. Like, as soon as the reception was over. I love the timing of that. I've wedding couple, gods. Yeah, I've had a couple weddings that it started raining right at the end, and I was like, "Good, get out." That happened for oh, my wedding. I got really? married out in um in Purcellville, and literally every other wedding in the area got like rained out, and like somehow I mean we had horrible winds, but like we didn't get hit by rain. Amazing. So I think there's something to be said that, about that. We speaking of <clears throat> rain plants, we also had a wedding late spring early summer where 
we literally it was at Stone Tower, mm-hmm. which lo- obsessed with them. I love working at Stone Tower. Of course, if, if I could only work at Stone Tower, great. I'd be a happy girl too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we had this beautiful, gigantic rainbow collar, like bright, vivid huppa set up outside. Obsessed. You would be obsessed. obsessed. I'd have to find a photo of it. Yes. But of course, since it was outside, it and it was literally like. 50% chance all day. And like it you can't. Down, like, it yeah. up. And the couple, and I always leave it up to the couple. I'll say, listen, it, it might rain. We might have to push it up, push it back, whatever. We'll figure mm-hmm. it out. Um, and literally it was like, you could see, cause you know, up on the mountain there. Yeah. You, you see, see the clouds the covering. clouds in the yeah. background. And I was just like, you fucking stay over there on that side <laughs> of the mountain. God damn it. And I was having stupid clouds. a meltdown. Like, yeah. Like an like, internal. <laughs> yeah. Cause then they're like, okay, well, can we just bring the chuppa inside? I was like, no, the chuppa no. is like 12 feet by 12 feet and it weighs like 250 pounds now with the flowers on right. it. You can't do that. And so I'm having like. I'm just like, oh God. Like, and it's, it, you, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm so used to dealing with rain plants. This one, for whatever reason, was just terrifying to me. So we, down to like, literally, it was like an hour before guests were gathering. They were, they were signing the ketubah. Right. And um, I was like, okay, we're going to do it outside. It's, it's going to stop. And we like, hustle. And just of course, made the it team, work. The team at Stone Tower was They're totally incredible. Clutch. I think, totally honestly, clutch. like, one of the only venues that you could even oh have that last minute. If so you, made. if you like for, for numerous reasons, but for just their staff and their just amazing people mm-hmm. alone, like Stone Tower is the best. And right. it, it really is the people. Cause there's it's a, a reason why people travel it's a beautiful to venue, get married there. But yeah. they, they make it what it is. hundred percent. Um, so we, we luckily did that. And then at the same wedding, um, guests were, not familiar with a cocktail stall reception or they just basically were like i there was a it's understandable it's always a few bad eggs right always Um, we had (laughs) we had stupid eggs we had people literally reaching over like it was chef man chef man stations yeah we literally had people like reaching over to open up the like sternos and start no. the shaping dishes to start like in like a man-made thing and they're like and it wasn't even like a shaping dish with like a lid it was like the, they still had plastic on them because we were doing intros right and people were like reaching over like give me food and they're like no no no, we're not no. So there was like a sushi station and they were like taking sushi and the guy <gasps> was like hey we're not serving yet and they were just like i don't care i'm getting sushi like really terrible people and then we had wow. we had one woman who again it's cocktail style so there's tables all throughout mm-hmm. but she wanted a nine top table and with with cocktail style reception you typically don't have right. that big of tables right. but she was like we need another chair and i was like okay well you can you sure. can grab another chair from a table if you want to or there's a there's a, a big like round table over there yeah. and she wanted to do it one of their farmhouse tables which as you know can only fit eight mm-hmm. all the way around yeah and so she was like screaming at me about this. this. Is a guest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she was like, "Well, this is the brother of the whatever, whatever." And I was just like, "Lady, come on!" This like, is not every day. I was like, "I was like, you can move this other table if you'd like to." She's like, "What other table?" And I, I wanted to be like, "It's first come, first serve." But also, like, if you don't, just go ask someone if you can take a chair at a table. Right. That like it's cocktail style. It's do whatever you want. Um, I was like, you notice that everybody else is kind of milling about and mingling because we're about to start a drink. So she was terrible. Lovely couple, lovely vendors, terrible guests. It's oh, so interesting yes. when you have that dynamic. Mm-hmm. Like you don't expect it. Like you have these awesome, yeah. you know, like an awesome couple. And then you're like, 
how do you know these people? Mm-hmm. Like, how are they mm-hmm. parts yeah. of your life? Yeah, I, yeah. That's what was so, so surprising. Everybody and all the vendors were like, the, the couple is so lovely. Like, why are, who these, are people these people horrible garbage yeah. humans? There must some people that were like, that's, that had to be on the invite. It's got to be like, yeah, like family obligatory ob- neighbors yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, you guys, if you're listening again. Which you are listening because otherwise you wouldn't be hearing me talk right now. If you're listening, listen. Listen harder. Now. Open yeah. your ears. If stop inviting people to your wedding that you don't want there. Yeah, I'm so tired of that. Well, also because you're gonna get to the wedding day and you're gonna be like so so miserable, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna be like, oh god, this person is such a pain in the ass. Yeah. Don't invite them. Just there don't are invite people them. that I literally have not talked to since I got married in no. 2011 mm-hmm. because like family members are like, you have to invite these people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't I literally haven't spoken no. to them? I sent them a thank you card and that's it. No traditions. Th- we always talk about how there's so many traditions that people don't do anymore. Mm-hmm. Like there. For example, like sitting on the bride's side versus the groom's oh side, um, bouquet toss, garter toss. Yeah. Like, there's so many things that we've cut from weddings yeah. now because people realize they just don't want to do them because they're weird or icky or whatever. That's another one that I feel like icky traditions. Icky traditions. Icky traditions. It needs to be. It needs to be said more often. Yeah. Like. You don't have to invite people to your wedding if you don't want to. Now, of course, if we're talking to our younger clients where yeah. parents are paying for it and they're like, we have to invite your family members, I get that. But don't don't feel guilty for not inviting somebody to your wedding. Yes. And here's the thing. If this is a person that is going to be angry at you and basically sh- like shun you at this point for not inviting you to their wedding, they really weren't that good of a friend to begin with. Yeah. That and, happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're doing yourself some, yeah. some instant like – karmic justice there you know i love it so that's crazy stopping horrible people at weddings don't be terrible do you think that there's like a sense of entitlement as a guest especially at a place maybe more prestigious venues Um, because i feel like we see that more at like places like stone tower i can tell you as someone who has been a guest at events um like I totally understand the mentality when you show up and you're like, great free food, free booze, let's party. Because you feel like there's, it's not your life. It's not your, it's, you know, if it's not your immediate family, and even if it is, you're just like, whatever, it's a celebration. It doesn't, like, stuff doesn't count here. Right. A lot of times it's like when I go to Mexico, I'm like, laws don't really count. Or Vegas. Yeah. They definitely don't count in Mexico. You're right. When we went, when we, when I went to Puerto Rico with, um. With Cece and Danielle, mm-hmm. Danielle was driving and I was just, I mean, I was scared shitless for my <laughs> life. Or no, Cece was driving. But when Danielle was driving too, I was just like, we're going to die in Puerto Rico. And she was like, no, it's Puerto Rico. The laws don't count here. And I was like, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure they do. They do. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you just, ha- you get into a certain mindset mm-hmm. and you feel like it, you could do whatever you want. And I think that the big scale events, when mm-hmm. there's a little bit more anonymity, yeah. always brings that out. And then when you do have... I said this about a lot of venues before. When you have a really beautiful venue that seems very luxe and high end, mm-hmm. you have people that are like, "Oh, well, they can afford to like yes. do whatever." So oh I'm gonna gosh. go wild, and it is that like very entitled attitude. I, mean, I think is... you're right. I think I only see that happening in bigger venues. Like I did a wedding at Airly, mm-hmm. and like I remember, which is in Warrington, it's beautiful. They have on-site like restaurants and like really delicious so food. Nice. Such yeah. a nice place. Um, if you're looking to do more of like an inclusive wedding. Um, but I remember these drunk asshole guests with sparklers, which don't even get me started because sparklers are the whole the episode fucking, about they're why just the worst. I think you could all agree with us mm-hmm. when we say that sparkler exits are the worst. Yep. Um and this guy, number one, almost set his tie on fire. Um, but I remember him trying to put out 
like he wouldn't give me his sparklers, which I always have to like come around and collect them because I don't trust anybody to put them in a bucket at the end of the night. So I take them from them. He was like trying to put them out on their stone slabs in front of like the pavilion, (sighs) which aren't just like slate. It's like actual nice stone. Yeah. And I was like, you can't do that because like you're going to ruin this. It damages it. Yeah. And I was like, "You, you don't understand like you're here because your friends are getting married. Your friends are going to have to pay for the damage that you're causing. Stop being an mm-hmm. asshole. But yeah, so guests can be the worst, especially I think at like the higher end venues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so that so I think. That did happens. you know that sparklers burn at a high temperature as as hot as 1800 to 3000 degrees? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's what it says. That's really hot. You guys, if you don't understand why we hate the concept of giving drunk-ass people long metal rods that are burning at 3,000 degrees, then I I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Guess how many of us have been hit in the face. I got hit in the face, like, was it this year, last year, with a sparkler, and I was Um, like, you're... I was not a planner, but I was a guest at a wedding recently where I knew the videographer and I know the, I know who, whose wedding it was is probably listening to this. So she'll get a laugh out of this. And the like, I think it was like the pastor. It could have been like someone, it was a religious man, took a sparkler, wasn't lit, but (laughs) the videographer came up and she was like guiding people for the sparkler exit, took it and thwacked her on the forehead with it no and i was like what the fuck just happened the guest hit the videographer in the like, face with intentionally sparkler. like trying to be cute and i was like what the fuck just happened and he was like oh yeah i guess that could be like assault i was like yes it absolutely could be and she was just like i i, I don't what are, like what is going on here and i was like what is this what you people do like what is wrong with you oh my gosh. which is just not, no luckily it wasn't lit but still it's a metal it's a heavy metal stick like, I don't know how you don't... It's, it was crazy. People are the worst. That was crazy. Um, We didn't do any weddings in June. We had a wedding free June. That's when I left the country. I went to Portugal, which was magical. That was a, that was a highlight. That was That's a interesting. June, such a hard month to not it get was events. so great. I mean, we yeah. had a ton in May and a ton in July. That's so nice. It I didn't have magical. any in July. Really? No, or August. We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We had seven in July. Girl. That's why I said we didn't have any in June. Girl. I think we had eight in May. You're crazy. I know. But June was nice because I got to leave. I went to Portugal. Favorite mm-hmm. place in the world. Everyone's, That's a great time to take a break. Everyone's like, you need to get over Portugal. And I was like, never. I never will. It's my favorite. Of all the trips I think I took this year, and I took a lot of trips, I think I took like 10, maybe 10 trips this year. And I think Portugal's my favorite. I love that. I'm going to go back. Maybe I'll go back. Take me with you. Let's go. Let's go. <gasps> oh, my God. Let's go. I'm so ready. After Pixasas does Portugal. Um. Eps- yes. Let's immediately. Let's do it. Is it like a Debbie does Dallas Let's scenario? not. I mean, we're we're not even going to get no. into that at this point. <laughs> um. Everyone, shield your children's ears. Uh, so July was crazy for us. Oh, we had a couple. Paige and me here. I'm obsessed with you guys. They are like the sweetest, most beautiful, funny, adorable couple. They got married in Baltimore. I couldn't be at their wedding because I had a different wedding. Also love the couple that I was at their wedding. But like, mm-hmm. you just like, like you get a couple, you just love them and you bond with them. And yeah. I'm just like, Ugh. And you're really sad when so, it's over. I so hate many. That. Them. Oh, Brandon, and Kevin. I love you guys. Lydia and Ryan. Everybody. Okay. I'm not going to shout out everybody because that's just too many people because I love all of you. What is 38 so times 2, Rachel? So 76? 70, yes. 76 people. 70. Wait, what did you ask? Yes. Those are your couples. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you would I shout love, out to 76 I people. I love all of That's them. That's insane. I was about to go down the list and call everybody's name out because I love them. Um, did a wedding in Banff, which is really beautiful. I know. I'm really jealous of your destination wedding this year. I still need to year. see the photos because... You ugh, haven't seen the photos yet? Epic. No, I got to email him. He's like a... It's fine. I got to get He's a... He's fine. He's fine. No, no, no. He's great. That was fun. We had to do crazy rain plan logistics for that, too. Of course, because like the one day out of the entire summer that it rained was on that wedding. Of course. Of course it was. We did weddings in like 98 degree heat. Yeah. We had a lot of really hot... Yeah. Um, we had some, some craziness. We had a wedding, um, at a venue. Love, love everyone. Difficult, some difficult vendors. Um, we had, uh, it's frustrating for me. Look, when you mess up, fine, totally fine. That I am, I'm okay with people making mistakes. Everybody's human. And also that's what I'm there for is Mm -hmm. to help fix when people make mistakes or when I make a mistake. Yep. What I what I don't have a lot of patience for is when somebody fucks up despite me trying to tell them multiple times to do something and they still do the thing and it fucks up. Like we had basically, we worked with a, this whole wedding. It was a beautiful wedding, but behind like everybody was so happy. The guests were happy. The family was happy. The bride and groom were happy. Nobody knew the shit show that it was behind the scenes. And we had a few weddings that, that were like, this is sure that I've just repressed memories for. I almost <laughs> fought so many Pack people. Pack those away. Oh yeah. But we had this wedding where um, the caterer, I had said, I said, listen, I know you're doing the rentals. Like we picked out the rentals, but they wanted to be in charge of like ordering totals. Totally fine. You're a caterer. So you do this. So I trust you. But like two weeks before the wedding, I was like, hey, can you send me the rental order? Can you send me the rental order? I was like, I just want to look it over. I want to make sure because like there was a couple things that were very specific design wise that I wanted to make sure that they nailed correctly. And they were like, yeah, I'll send it over. Yeah, I'll send it over. I'll send it over. Never sent it over. Always. Week before the wedding, they finally sent it over. And I was like, hey fine fyi your counts on these four things are incorrect we went up in guest count yep so you need this many more chairs you need this many more linens Gosh, this many more sounds so familiar china and glassware and flatware <laughs> um Worst. and i i sent the email the week before the wedding and then didn't respond set forwarded it a few days later he was oh like oh yeah i got it Oh, no, you don't. Show me that you had it. Let me see your rental order. Let's see. Where do we start with this wedding? So basically, again, beautiful wedding. Loved. Thanks to you. I I mean, I I will take that fucking pat on the back, actually. Um, So this was a situation where the venue owner didn't want to, they didn't want the rental company to put the the dance floor down under the tent. Oh, you told me that's ridiculous because he was worried I was going to ruin the grass. Um, okay, fine. I mean, no, usually if it's down for a day or two, it's not going to really do that much damage, damage. but like, okay, fine. Um, so he essentially told the rental company, listen, don't worry about it. I'll do it on the day of like taking on that responsibility because he knew that he didn't want it to basically damage the grass. Okay, fine. If that's what you're going to do, that's what you're going to do. Um, wedding day rolls around, tents up, Nothing set. It's we're getting close to ceremony time. Dance floor still not set. The tables that we're renting from the venue still aren't in the tent. Um, dinner time's starting to approach. Um, actually, this is before when when they finally are setting all the tables. Insane. We couldn't put the tables this down. Makes me like have like my chest is tightening. I'm still having a panic <laughs> attack now to this day. Um, we couldn't. Set, so you know that like a yeah. dance floor is a big chunk of real estate. It you is can't the set, biggest. Yeah. 
hardest thing to set up, I swear. Dance floor has to be down in order for the tables to be set around it. Because right. you can't set the tables and then and move, move six everything. tables out of the way. Yeah. It just makes more sense to set the dance floor. So he still hadn't set the dance floor basically right before we're about to bring guests in. But the the catering company did a decent... The staff was phenomenal. They put all the tables together, set them up, and basically were like, look, we'll just have to move them in place when we get there. Ugh. Which was a nightmare. Yeah. But as I'm going around counting the table counts, I was like, hey, where's... um." Where's table? I think it was table five. I was like, where's table five? And he was like, oh, it's like, it's over there. And I was like, "Mm -mm, nope, that's table seven. He was like, oh, then it's this one here. I was like, nope, that's table nine. And he was like, you were wrong again. Yeah. (laughs) And he was like, he was like, um, I don't, I don't know. Let me like, let me go look at the layout. I was like, well, I have the layout right here. Well, I made the layout. I made the layout. So here it is. So there's no table five. And I said, well, do you have a table? And he was like, uh, uh, so of course, forgot the table, forgot the linen, forgot the flatware, the china, the glassware. You were down on table. Down an entire table. What did you do? Did <sighs> deep breaths. So composure. He's panicked, trying to call everybody. I had a, a, a couple phone numbers of people on the back end of this company because we work with them all the time. So I called, got the emergency like situation, gave them the list of things we needed. He was like, "Okay, you guys are." He was out there, like yeah. way out there in the country. He was like, well, "You guys are about an hour and forty five minutes away from our showroom. I'll have somebody leave right now." This was right when ceremony started so we literally had like like no time the wire like it was and it was specialty linens it was specialty right everything it It wasn't wasn't like like, you stop it like a yeah yeah. you couldn't like steal a white linen from cocktail hour it was specialty linen and so we get this rush going he's still over there freaking out and i was like look i i got a hold of them and they're sending everything was like oh you talked to them too and i was like yeah I'm the one that took care of your problem. And, and it, it, again, it's okay that, like, if you make a mistake, Who is even, person? I can't, No, I, can't. I know you can't. I'm it's just okay. Like, oh, Here's the gosh, thing, though. Again, it's me. okay if you make a mistake. And it's even okay that you fucked up, even though I told you a week prior and reiterated several times to you yeah. that you shouldn't, that this is what you need to do to not fuck up. Even that I'm forgiving, as long as you say... I'm so sorry. Thank you for Look fixing it. it. Yeah. Like, couldn't we'll, we'll do it. it. He couldn't do it. He was still like, oh, well, they messed up the order and I can't believe they did this. No, they didn't because you sent me the rental order. It's, I think that's like the biggest pet peeve. A few episodes back, we were talking mm-hmm. about how like it's been a hard season mm-hmm. just this year in general because yeah. people are so busy. They've put oh. too much on their plates. Yes. And like you have to go back and you're doing double, triple the work to make sure that your job gets done or other yep. people's jobs get done. And yep. I just remember like with my weddings, and typically, like, I will tr- trust in the people that I'm hiring to make sure, like, that all of the numbers are right. Like, all of, like, the chair counts, the table counts, like, yeah. linen counts, all of that stuff is right because that's literally one person's job yeah. to do. Yeah. And, like, of course, I always always look through it and make sure it's right before mm-hmm. I say go ahead with the mm-hmm. order and finalize. Mm-hmm. But I must have done that maybe four times for one wedding. I mean, like, yeah. you still haven't updated this. this Please put this correct. in. Uh-huh. This number is not right. Mm-hmm. And then fearing, and I remember the one when I was talking about that was so great, they were missing fucking chairs for the ceremony. And, like, I had to pull them. And it was such a great, like, the bride and groom never knew. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was scrambling to, like, steal chairs, yep. you know, to yep. put them outside. Yep. Just shit like that. And I'm like, yeah. here's my, I gave you, like, this is my row. Like, this is how many rows. This is how many chairs are in here. This is the chair number that you need to have outside. This is the layout. Yep. And, like... It was just like it's frustrating, it's so when, frustrating when you have repeatedly said, "Here's the thing you need to do. Here's how you do it." Like it's mm-hmm. it's literally you're giving them effortless work. Right. Like I am doing the thinking and the calculating for right. you. 
all you need to do is take these numbers and send it to the person that's in. And the first thing I thought was, oh shit, did I count this incorrectly? Yeah. And, and, and you immediately go back to your. And I went back and mm-hmm. I was counting everything and I was like, no, that that's right. That's the number of chairs that we needed. Why are we missing two rows? Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. And I've had, um, we were just talking about this earlier. I had issues with like certain entertainment managers that oh. like the same type of thing where it was like, mm-hmm. hey, like my couple wants to make these changes. We're two months out. Can you just verify that just you have it. these changes? Amend the contract. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and send them out a bill, like mm-hmm. a, an invoice for the changes so they can go ahead and pay it. And we don't have to worry about mm-hmm. it. And I had to hound this person like six times finally had to email the leader of the band who doesn't need to be involved at all, but I knew that he was responsive and he would at least Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. get something done. And like when I did get a hold of this person, it was just like, oh, hey, I'm so sorry this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened. And then he made it so hard for me to connect with him to fix the mistake, even though I was like, this is what we need. Please update this. Very cut and dry. Mm -hmm. But I just remember being like, my poor couple Mm -hmm. is sitting here freaking out because they're not sure if they're going to have a ceremony musician because I can't get like confirmation from this person. So it's so funny. I feel like that was a big issue this year with mm-hmm. vendors. And mm-hmm. I feel like I've heard that from a lot of people. Oh my God. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just, we're all taking on too much work that we're just not focusing on quality anymore. It just makes everybody else's jobs like mm-hmm. way harder to do. Yeah. So that's kind of like the big struggle that I've had with, with my weddings this year. Yeah. Um, of course there are smaller things that like we, you know, There's, this is always thing. come I, up. But. I feel like what we have to do as planners sometimes is like at the end of the day, write like a full, recap of all yeah. the shit that we had to do because I think that's the the one thing too that um people in the industry obviously know what we do and we have people constantly tell us like I don't think they do though I mean they do to an extent but it'd be it's, so it's, nice for everybody to like just trade places yeah, for a day yeah, and really yeah. understand what goes into but it's what not we do. even it's not even the logistical stuff it's not even just the problem solving right. it's not even just like fixing the shit like this is all craziness that we've had to do guys with. we are shit fixers it's, we are shit fixers but it's not even that it's dealing with all of the different personalities like I would say the two most difficult things not just from guests not just from wedding parties or families from vendors from venues from transportation companies oh my gosh everybody wants to be everybody wants to be the boss of their own little Mm -hmm. thing like all of this stuff is we have to do same wedding I had to deal with like one of the drivers of the tra- of the shuttles was like trying to dictate when people were leaving I was like no 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 that's not how this N- works no 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 and the, the one the one shuttle bus driver I, I was like hey go ahead and leave you're full go back to the hotel and he pulls up and he stops and he's waiting there and I'm dealing with the other shuttle and I I was like what's What's this guy doing? Like, because this shuttle can't leave now until because he's blocking the way. Right. So I run up there, and it's a it's a big distance. So I run up there, and I'm like, "Hey, what are you doing? You gotta go." And he's like, "Oh, the guy that's in charge told me not to go yet." I was like, "Well, here's the thing, guy. I'm in charge, so I'm telling you to go. So go now. Please leave." And he was Get like, out. Oh, "Oh, okay, okay." And then he like left. And <laughs> you I was guys, like, "You don't want Rachel like, yelling at you." Who the fuck is telling you this shit? I was like, "Who's the guy running around saying he's in charge?" Because I'd like to speak to him because I'd love for him to take over the rest of the evening right. drama and cleaning <laughs> sure, up. You go. Like, go ahead. And my thing is like, I am, I tell people this all the time. I'm very collaborative. You do your part of the wedding. I'm going to do my part of the wedding. I'm not going to tell a transportation driver, how a transportation person, how to drive or where to park or like any of that stuff. But from a logistical standpoint, from a timeline standpoint, I'm telling you, Hey, this is the part we're good to go. 
go on and do your right. thing. I don't micromanage. And I think a lot of vendors that I've worked with will, will also say that. But if you aren't doing your job, then I have to come in and micromanage you. And I hate doing that. Mm-hmm. But it's like there's so many times this year specifically where we've had to come in and be like, I'm sorry, what do you mean you don't know how to, what, what do you mean you didn't know that you had to go to the bride to take her portraits? Have you done a wedding before? Like yeah. what? I literally had a photographer that showed up late because, and then he went to the guys and was like, and I was like, hey, where are you? And he's like, oh, I'm hanging out with the guys. It's like, yeah, but you need to be the bride. And he was like, oh, nobody told me that. Oh. What are you, who, what are you talking about? Right. What is, what are you doing? Yeah. I think my perspective on like, I mean, I've always found like pairing my couples up with the right vendors. I mean, it's, it's just. I did not recommend this yeah. photographer. No, of course you wouldn't have. <laughs> Obviously. You know, I think it's just become such a big thing for me that like I'm even going above and beyond, even for like my wedding management packages being like, please, please use this list. Yeah. Like. I understand that you are comfortable taking on all of these tasks, but do yourself a favor. These people are vetted. They've worked at these venues. They have worked with us. They've worked with these other vendors on this list. Mm-hmm. They will make sure your day is going to go well. They know yeah. what they're doing. They're professionals. And I will do that. I will go as far as even like pairing up, you know, all of my people for wedding management, which is something that like, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people don't do, but for oh, me, you should, mm-hmm. you should, you really should. It shouldn't just be like, well, I guess this grab bag you of vendors is who we're stuck with. Yeah. No, like, it's, that's what I've, I've yeah. never understood about. And, and get, listen, do, do whatever you want to do. And I think that honestly, what I will say is for newer planners, mm-hmm. it's good for them to be able to say, bring whatever vendors you want. Cause you just don't, they don't have the, sure. the, the Rolodex yeah. for lack of better term. Of course. Vendors yet. But for me, I tell all of my clients, listen, I, I am thrilled to offer you suggestions, mm-hmm. even if like I'm only doing, if our team's right. only doing event management for you, because I would much rather, this is going to be so much easier for us going for into everybody it because everyone's going to know what they're doing and they're going to do it well. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. It's, oh, that was, not, that was, that was a crazy thing. Um, same, same band manager that you were talking about. Uh-huh. Um, I had actually for a fall wedding and again, love this couple. There was a bunch of stuff that happened behind the scenes with that one too, but overall it was pretty good. I mean, it was, I had to, I literally had to run in front Just of a little Mac fires. to stop it from, um, disturbing the ceremony. I literally ran in front of a Mac. I've never run in front of a Mac truck before. Rachel, don't do that again. Mm, yeah. But lit- but what's <laughs> funny, what's funny is I thought so I caught funny. it before any of the guests saw, but there was a few guests that were like with their kids kind of like stepped outside the ceremony and they're like, wow, that was really impressive. I've never seen anybody stop a like big rig before. And I was like, yeah, it's the all in day's work. That's just what I do. Um, that's yeah, why I woke up wanting to do it's this It's part morning. of the job. Well, it reminds me of like your wedding that you had right after uh, we won the World Series. Uh, oh, God. And like, I mean, no offense. Oh, my God. We all love the Nats. They're mm-hmm. a team. But like, were well, we really? They're your, they're your team. They're my team. I know you're there. not a Bay Sports fan. but I love No, them. I'm from Baltimore. I'm an Orioles fan. I grew up watching the O's, so. I, so you're a fucking traitor is I what am you're a saying. split You know what? Lover. It's fine. Get out of here. With your, how dare you they're rock that different. fucking orange lipstick like you were an Orioles fan? Get out and of here. And the black. Oh. Girl, I'm wearing black. It's terrible. Black I, orange, they're in yeah. different leagues. They have like mm. the American and National That's fair. League. That's fair. Okay. I, I do actually own some Nats memorabilia. There you go. So. so anyways, obviously very exciting, but like DC and of course like <sighs> my boys, the, you know, the Caps one. Uh-huh. Like, so we, we weren't necessarily expecting it to happen and like 
when you're planning your wedding, you're not thinking, oh, well, of course the the <laughs> the gnats parade, the gnats with parade with millions of people, people like mm-hmm. that's gonna like affect my cut, wedding that's day. That's gonna cut straight through where the bride's getting ready <laughs> and did their first look. Like, yeah, we literally and and shout out to Mariah. I mean, I told her I was like, look, girl, I'm happy to handle whatever logistically you need to. She fucking took she's, that on. She's a champ. The week of, she called the mayor's office and got like the parade routes and figured out road closures and everything and communicated with oh all the vendors. I'm telling you, the amazing the, the, the level of shit that we do behind yeah. the scenes to make stuff happen and then continue to make happen on the wedding day is in, is insane yeah. same wedding where i ran from the, the mac truck i told her that the band manager basically like spoiled a surprise song oh my gosh. for the bride the on worst a, on a phone the call worst. and like oh uh, there was oh there was so just there's so many crazy i things feel like yeah happened. there have been a lot of balls dropped by mm-hmm, vendors this mm-hmm. year which <gasps> sucks we had one at a place that we won't name um, you shall not be named. It's an all-inclusive wedding uh, venue. Yes. And um, again, not my poor Mariah has. I have put her through the ringer this year. She is such guys. If you know Mariah personally, buy her a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. give her a hug. Like I try to do it as much as I can, but like She's an that angel. girl is such a rock star. Um, she, it was her wedding. I I showed up to, for the first half again to kind of like assist and check on things. Um, so this venue. Which this couple's not, they're paying a lot of money. Uh-huh. I mean, they're, it's not, it wasn't like a cheapo thing. Um, there were literally the linens, everything came through them linens, flatware, glassware, china, everything came through them. To st- for starters, there were literal burn marks and oil stains oh, yeah, you told me in the linens. And the venue person was like, can, can you just like cover it up with a flower arrangement? Uh, no buy a new linen like for how much people are paying you you can buy new linens not even that even if they were paying you next to nothing it doesn't matter right. that there's just some things that are inappropriate Aren't you saying like the chairs like the chair covers weren't matching the chair covers the were completely and... stained yeah some of them were ivory some of them were white some of them were ecru um there were top 10 top tables which we had sent them on the layout Mm -hmm. they were all five foot rounds if you guys don't know a five foot round sits eight people comfortably Comfortably without even like really need you really need like a five and a half or a six foot round for 10 people a six foot round is ideal yeah um and we went around and i was like hey um what happened to the six rounds she's like oh we we don't have six rounds or five foot rounds and i was like okay but we have massive centerpieces 10 people to a table and and now again this is in-house catering and Guess what the, the dinner service was? I'm guessing family style. It was definitely family style. <laughs> so again, this is all in-house from them. Oh, They're providing the tables, gosh. the linens, the food, everything. And so what she says to me, what she says to me is, and I was like, I'm you're, you're fucking, where's the hidden camera? Ashton she said, Kutcher, are you? Yes, I'm being punked. Right now. She literally says to me, she was like, oh no, we, we always only do five foot rounds. And I was like, yeah, but we we told you we requested six foot rounds. And like, I'm assuming you rent some of the stuff. No, no, because no, they keep it all in house. Which is but had you known this, you could have brought in four six foot tables. Absolutely. And that's exactly, yeah. So <laughs> then she, then I said, okay, well, we needed six foot all the way around for a lot of these tables because of the family style. And she was like. Oh, yeah. We usually just tell people to, to not do big centerpieces when they're doing family Well, too style. fucking late. Well, also, also, don't, the couple shouldn't have to dictate what their right. fucking design is. Right. Based on your incompetence, you need to be flexible with oh the couple. Oh, my gosh. Remind then, me of there. Then, oh, God, don't. Then, the flatware was literally 
just like mix and match not in a cute shabby chic way there was literally like some formal like ornate classic flatware <laughs> and there was like some modern stainless steel like knives that you would find in a kitchen drawer and I was like what is this so we literally had to go around to all the tables there's like 185 people go around to all the tables and pull the shit and say like you literally took flatware from a completely different set and just like randomly threw it in the napkins were like some of them were white some of them were ivory Stop. some of them were like stained pink because somebody washed up like a pink t-shirt with them <laughs> or something um some of the glassware they had like a pilsner glass for a water glass and i was like what the fuck is what is actually happening here today well think about all the weddings that i must have done before oh my god oh my god no i literally was walking around having a, a fucking breakdown i was like absolutely not this is absolutely not what the couple's gonna get today and i was like so so and again mariah went and handled it because i was like listen you i were, will talk to heated. her but if i had to talk to her again yeah it's not gonna be a good thing and, yes. and then my reputation is going to be being like the bitchy wedding planner because right. it's just fucking unacceptable right everything else is beautiful photographer was great floral artist was great the mm -hmm. baked goods were phenomenal the band was everything else was great but it was just like there was so many key things that immediately was just like what is and the couple was already annoyed with the venue they were right like, we hate these people um so that was another that was another fun thing um this year, which again, the couple was annoyed with them for other things. I don't even think they knew about this part. Um, so that was, a, that was a fun thing. Um, one of our other weddings, uh, love this couple too. Um, two days before, no, three, well, I guess it was like four days before their wedding. Um, but they were flying in from Hawaii and all of their guests were basically coming in from out of town. Um, they find out that their officiant was in a really bad car accident. Now oh, he was, yeah. he was eventually okay, but he was, he was severely injured. Like he survived, but he was injured. And so he couldn't come to the wedding. Well, I still, after repeatedly asking, hadn't gotten his script. Cause I was like, oh, we'll just give it to a friend and you can have a friend read it. And she was just like, I don't know what to do. We're literally packing to leave right now. I, I can't get a hold of him. He can't, he's like in, he's like in the ICU. <laughs> like we're not getting the script from him. So I was like, <sighs> okay. And they were already legally married. So Thank I goodness like, for that, by the way. Oh, yes, which I'm recommending to everybody. Um, but I was like, okay, well, here's the thing. I'm not legally ordained, but I can put together a script for you, and I can go up there, and with my team kind of sending people down the aisle, I can officiate your wedding. <laughs> so for the first time, I officiated a wedding, and it was actually... You know, I think that's such a great, like, I have my very favorite officiants, but like things like that happen and Absolutely. I think it's so important that you were able to do that. It makes me want to get like a like a fish ordained. Like ordained. Yeah. It's yeah. really hard in Virginia. It's so hard. For some reason. I think I'm I think <clears throat> I might look into that though too because we it should was do just, that. Hey, any other planners out there that want to get like ordained, we'll do let's do it together. We'll talk about the journey. Um yeah, I mean it it, it all turned out well. There was actually like it was in it was in like uh, just outside of Charlottesville and so like there was like gunfire somebody was hunting in the background and I oh had to gosh. like throw that I had to incorporate that into the <laughs> ceremony and then at the end pew, I, was, pew, pew. I literally I literally sent them the script because they were a really fun oh they're a really fun couple and I was like listen I put some fun shit in here you let me know though if it's too crazy and I'll cut it that's so funny my last wedding um Abby and Kevin they had like under this beautiful, like two, almost, it had to be almost too much, like 200 year old oak tree right next to Great Marsh. Uh, it's on a family property there. The person that built their barn built Great Marsh's barn. Like the brothers did. It's actually a really cool story, but they, 
behind this giant tree is like, um, I don't know what it's called, like a grove of like little trees. And there were turkeys, but you could tell all the turkeys were like angry and mating. And it was like, you just like Amazing. hear them yeah. like throughout the whole ceremony. And I was like, oh God, like the things that we, like, what do we do with this? Like you people are just going to have to deal with that, you right? With it, yeah. You don't think about people shooting guns you during hunting yeah. season. Like yeah. it's just not on your mind when people no. are picking these venues. No, and it's, you don't, it's, you can't expect it either. Um, but so anyway, so when I'm doing the, the thing, I was like, okay, make sure that this is like, okay for you. If you hate this or if there's anything you want to cut, right. I will cut it. Read it thoroughly because I put lots of weird stuff in there. And so I went through the whole thing and I've, I, I don't know why, but I've always wanted to do this. So at the end of it, I said, okay, guys, now in the immortal words of Mike Tyson, now Kith. I love it so much. And they kissed and everybody was like, ah, oh, so Kith. good. So like it, it actually altered. And this is the same wedding that there was a possum that I chased. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I loved that possum. I feel like so we just had a lot. I will say too, I think you expect as like your your years go by and you get more and more experience, I think you expect these things to happen less and less. And it just happens. It just more happens and more. more and more, yeah. and like almost more. Like it's mm-hmm. always more in depth of the things yes. that like happen. Yes. Um, and maybe it's just because we're more observant because like yeah. everything else is going well, and you just yeah. have to deal with this one really crazy part of oh, it versus yeah. like everything being kind of shitty. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I think that kind of sums up like my year. I mean, I had some really great couples. I'm really excited, and again, it was a slower year for me just because I'm still picking up after Finn, but I'm getting to work with some bomb ass couples next mm-hmm. year that mm-hmm. have hired me, me and we've too. already been planning which has been great but what about like personally Rachel um or maybe like positives in business and personal like I think for me like I had a really great year like I finally decided that I needed help um just because I couldn't do it all so I, I brought on a business coach and I've seen like my business change That's so amazing. much yeah um you know, I've been able to kind of connect with the right clients and like, she really helped me through my, like after my rebrand was done, but like helping me kind of continue that. Um, what are some great things like about business growth that maybe you have? Um, I mean, honestly, for me, I'd probably say I just have a really kick-ass team of people and I've been lucky in that they've all come to me, honestly, within the past few years. And, and don't get me wrong, we've had people on our team that are no longer with us on the team that, for for better or worse, you know, aren't there. Um, but we have, like, a really spectacular team of people that I honestly couldn't do it without. Yeah. And, and I t- of course, this is on the heels of I just took them all out for dinner last night to mm-hmm. our little team dinner. It's just, like, I I know that, like, people are what make and break a company. Oh, absolutely. And the highlight of we've had like some spectacular weddings we've had cool shit we had a batmobile at a wedding we've had Excuse like me, oh yeah yeah we had the vintage <laughs> the vintage batmobile I love it. that the bride surprised the groom with Cute. we had like a bride that surprised um the groom with like an ice cream like singing happy birthday on the dance like we had some there was a singing magical, ice cream cone well no she sang but like there it was would, also it would it would be cool involved. if the yeah it would be cool if the ice cream cone sang too but then I couldn't eat it you know that'd yeah be kind that'd of, be kind of weird that would be a little morbid. Um, we had some really spectacular weddings. We had some craziest shit weddings, but mm-hmm. like overall, I think the the biggest thing is we really found our niche with clients this year. We had some really spectacular yeah. clients, and we still had we we had a few that like we just did their weddings and they were lovely, but we didn't bond with us much. Sure. But we had some people that like I honestly. At, you know, have forever bonded with and will continue to be friends with just like over the past few years too. But I think 
that's always the highlight is the people that you get to meet and take with you through life, not just on the team, but vendors, clients, everybody. We've met some like really, really spectacular people and I'm just grateful. I'm just, I'm just so thankful that people trust us and allow us to do this. And the fact that we've had so many wonderful, gracious, incredible families that Mm -hmm. have trusted us to do this is like, that for me is, is it makes it all worth it's it. All, all it's that all of it. Mix, all the drama, match, all of the me silverware. having to scream at people. <laughs> it is all, it's worth every gray hair I get from wedding I day. love it. So it's been, a, it's been a really good year. Looking back, honestly, reflecting back, it's been a really, we've worked with some of our favorite people. Mm-hmm. It's been a really great year. Good. And you good. had an amazing business coach, which is yeah. phenomenal. I actually think, I'm thinking to get it business coach i think it's, you should reach out to her she's phenomenal yeah, positive like upwards she like stuff. calls you on your shit too which i think a lot of us don't want to hear and we talk about that all the time like we just had that well i don't know that we've no we did we we, we posted it the uh constructive constructive criticism episode mm-hmm. um but like hearing things that like you could be doing better yes um and she calls you out on your shit and like so, that's so necessary necessary and that's mm-hmm. what i need right Checks now my balances. business because like otherwise balances. yeah yeah otherwise i'm doing fine but like she kicks me in my pants, right? Yeah, because you can always just do good, but like right. you want to be doing I want to do better. I want to yeah. continue to grow. I thought about that on my way here today. I was like, so sweet um, Kayla, of course, we again, we had the team dinner yesterday. And um, so she was messaging me and she was like, love you, Martha and Beyonce all rolled into one human. And I was just like, I love that so much. That's the sweetest thing that's said to me. But I, I thought about this. I was like, I feel like those days when you're just kind of doing mediocre, stop and think like what your idols would would like think of you like what mm-hmm. would you want to do to like really mm. impress your idols and like that's how you should spend your day like if if, if Beyonce mm, and I Martha like were like in the room with me I would be like okay I know what I'm gonna do today yeah you know and like don't don't just like leave it to yourself I feel like if you mm-hmm. have that accountability whether it is an actual real life business coach yep. or it's your imaginary friends Beyonce and Martha Stewart <laughs> either way you know I mean maybe my business coach is imaginary maybe it's, she's not a real human but if she's, she's working, a magical unicorn listen if she's working yeah that's all that anyways matters. I think like just I'm not satisfied if I'm not growing mm-hmm. and I think that's something that I've learned and like sometimes yeah. you need to step out of like I, I you come to a conclusion that maybe like somebody else can help you get there yeah um you just want to you constantly yeah. should be striving to do better and I think so many people are like oh I don't want a mentor or I don't want a business coach because it makes me I, I'm fine on my own but like honestly like I'm I don't necessarily need her but like I know my business is going to get better and maybe on a faster pace than what I would do on my own. It just helps you faster. There's, there's, I mean, it's just like, okay, every professional athlete out Mm -hmm. there in the world would be a professional athlete. Maybe some of them would be regardless of if they had great coaching or not. But like that coaching is, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. So personal life, I think. Yeah. Tell me um, about it. Yeah. I think it's been good. It's been, it's been kind of a hard year. Billy's been, his business is booming. He's doing really wonderful, awesome, big things. And like, I'm so supportive of it, but it's been hard as far as like maybe seeing him less, especially now that I'm really trying to get, um, you know, my growth back to where it was. And, you know, that's been kind of difficult and challenging as far as navigating. It's kind of like we're in a a whole new relationship and throw a crazy tornado toddler into the mix. And it's just, it's just like this crazy different dynamic. Mm -hmm. Um, we definitely appreciate each other way more. Um, but that's been interesting. Um, 
I'm still fixing my my broken bits is what I call them after. Oh, oh no, it's fine. No, no shame in it. I think we should all talk about it. Absolutely. I think people live under this, you know, under this guise this of like uh-huh. of having to be perfect and like yeah. not oh, bounce back. Addressing. Everything's fabulous. Yeah. I'm a mom. Like it's normal for my body to be broken and I can't walk and I have stretch yeah. marks everywhere and yeah. I'm not getting sleep and yeah. you know, I think people just should be proud of like who they are and like what they have to go through and that's who it makes them them and yeah. like so I'm focusing on bettering myself that way and getting over the things that like I can't necessarily do myself yeah um so that's kind of my journey for next year is, is focusing more on um healing personally because I, I know that. it's also going to spill over into my business making yeah. me a better business owner everything yeah um but yeah so it's been a good year lots of ups and downs mostly ups lots of changes which I am like a control freak so like mm-hmm. that's been really hard like so, handing over so the reins to yep. the universe uh-huh. like I fucking guess we're doing mm-hmm. this yeah so that's been that's been kind of me I don't have any complaints really because everything it's hard but it, I know it's like hard for a reason yeah yeah what about you I know it's been a <sighs> crazy year for you 2019 has probably been my most intense year of the past maybe decade. Yeah. So going um, out with a bang. Mm-hmm. So obviously lots of ups, lots of fabulous business growth, lots of amazing travel, um, have this really solid, beautiful core group of girlfriends that mm-hmm. like I could not, like seriously couldn't survive. The band. Without the band. We're getting the band back together. I love it yeah. so much. Um, we're identifying them as the band now. Um, like true and truly, I never really knew, I mean, I've, I've always had friends that were, that were close, but like you don't really know how much you need people until you go through something. Mm-hmm. And so obviously for me, it's not something we've talked about, but I feel like it's probably something I should just eventually now it's get time. off. It's time. It's um, time. So for a couple of people, obviously already know this and a lot of people always can probably assume. Um, but I, this year was the biggest change. So, um, my engagement ended with a, a wonderful man that I've been with for literally my entire adult life, 11 years. And, um, you know, it was probably the most brutal thing that I've experienced in my adult life. I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong, like near death experiences and losing my eye almost and all that stuff when I was younger was also up there too. But this is emotionally, I think one of the most intense things I've ever gone through. And especially for someone who, you know, I always tout myself as being very emotionally like strong and Mm -hmm. I'm strong willed and I'm very independent. Um, it's been a lot of vulnerability Mm -hmm. and it's been a lot of actually funny enough. It's been a lot of like reflection on other people. And I've never like when girlfriends have had like bad breakups or divorces or whatever. And I've, I've kind of been like, Oh yeah, like, I'm sorry, I'm here for you. But I never really understood. I never got it. And now like, Oh boy, I really get it, you know? So, so that was a really difficult thing. And, and again, I, um, I still think he's an incredible human being and he is an incredible human being. Mm -hmm. Um, and we still, you know, we still share joint custody of bear. So we're still very, very cordial with each other. Um, but you know, that was a major change. And then of course, you know, I've, I've always, most people that know me for more than a, a few years have known that for the past like five, six years, I've always wanted to live in a little old house in Charlottesville near the downtown walking mall where I can like walk to get coffee every day. And so when this happened, I basically was like, okay, now's the time now's, now's the time now or never. Mm-hmm. It was really scary. Cause it's basically two hours away from 
this life that I created, of course, in Northern Virginia seven years ago. I mean, I moved here about that amount of time. And um, now I'm starting a new chapter in a new city with, you know, new people. And luckily, I'm close enough that I'm up here, obviously, quite frequently. But um, that's been a big change. And it's been figuring out how to be alone with mm -hmm. myself has been a really big challenge because, you know, you're so used to coming home to someone and cooking dinner and having the same routine every day that I think I, I don't know who I am outside of that relationship yet. I'm still kind of figuring it out. And mm -hmm. so like, that's my 11 years is such a long time. It was be... literally since yeah. I, I was an, an adult, like I, I couldn't even drink when we started dating. So it's like now I have to be by myself and I have to figure out who I am by myself and I have to be okay with, my, with myself. And I think, so if, if anything positive can come out of it, which again, I don't regret the past decade. It was a, it was a wonderful time. We had really great times. We had really dark times just like anybody does, but, um, I'm thankful for it. And mm -hmm. I think I'm far enough from it now that I can say that I'm thankful for it that. and I really yeah. enjoyed it. Um, and if anything good can come of it, it's, I think that I'm going to be, a stronger person now trying mm -hmm. to like navigate the waters of the current like current life on my own and I also am getting more in touch with myself which not that this is a bad thing but I think a lot of times when you're in a relationship with someone especially when you start so young mm -hmm. you never really you know who yourself, you are yeah, yeah you lose mm -hmm. yourself in that relationship and so now I'm kind of getting back to figuring out who I am as a person yeah. and so that's kind of my big to do watch right out now. world rachel right watch out world Coming it's for the 2.0 version it's rachel rice it's rice 2.0 <laughs> so yeah so that was my big thing and, and honestly we we actually started recording this podcast right before that happened and so it's been a crazy <laughs> wild ride you been, guys it's been wild and i haven't been really ready to it was really really heavy for a long time and i feel like now i'm just at the point where i'm late enough to You're like, finally healing I'm finally. Well, I think there. that's so nice for so. you to share. I know it's so hard. I feel like it was, and I, I don't want anybody to think it's like, don't fucking feel, don't like text me and say, I'm so sorry if you don't know already. Cause I've gotten lots of that already and I'm thankful for it. But like, it, it's really, I'm not saying this to be like, Hey everybody, let me exploit my difficult life for like attention. Right. It's really, I just feel like people need to know where I'm coming from. And a lot of people were kind of confused in my life because I never said anything and they saw like a shift in a lot of my life stuff. And so it's just fair. And I think that also vulnerability is something I'm working on because that's something I kind of lost over the past few years. And so I think being vulnerable is something that I'm also going for in 2020. Love it. And finding peace. Let's do it together. Let's go get a counselor together. Yay! Let's do <laughs> let's do couples therapy together. Um, 100%. Let's <gasps> oh do it. Oh my God. We have to fight first. Is that a thing? Like friends therapy? I mean, I feel like it should be. I love that so much. We should. That should be a thing. Let's do it. We're gonna, gonna, if you guys are like a therapist or yeah, like, mm -hmm. I don't know that we need drugs. So I think a therapist is fine, but Listen, like, if you can prescribe <laughs> us some good shit. Guys. So that's like a psychiatrist. <laughs> if you're a licensed psychiatrist with, sh with shady morals. Right. With just, with just like a printout certificate that we if, talked if about you before. you could just write it on the back of a Marshall's receipt, that would be spectacular. No, it's gotta be a CVS receipt that's like oh, four yeah, feet yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause they could write us all the prescriptions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Coupon. And yeah, my prescription is right in the back of my fucking coupon for like a 30 pack of Midol. Thank you very much, CBS. Yes. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great. Both in the same place. That's the theme of 2020. That's the energy I'm going into 2020 with. I love it. <laughs>
I'm just like picturing a fucking CVS receipt right now. Oh, God, that gives me anxiety. It does. So long. Straight into the trash when I walk out. My life isn't even that long. (laughs) Jesus. You know, my memoir, maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't wait till we write our memoirs. We should write a memoir. Oh, I've already basically started. 2021. Oh, we're gonna. That's the release date. We're going to get all of our notes done in 2020. (sighs) So much. I love it. it. Well, good. So I love you. I hope this has been a year of growth for everybody else. Yes. Um, If not, you know. Yeah. I would also love to hear your highs and lows. Yeah, please I just, tell us. I think that, um, again, be vulnerable if you'd like to. Mm-hmm. Be anonymous if you'd like to. I know I keep – humor is how I deal with everything. So yeah. I keep things pretty light and jovial. But, like, know that within everybody there is constantly an inner turmoil. There's mm-hmm. there's inner happiness and sadness and all sorts of stuff. Everybody has a story. So, right. you know, you may think that your story is is boring and you may think that it's sad or like nobody wants to hear it, but like sometimes it's just good to get it off your chest. Yes. I mean, we I are feel... we will be your like print out CVS receipt therapist. You, you write, write us, us you write us a full CVS receipt worth of your own highs and lows your own 2019 memoir and we can either share it or we can just chat with you about it we're happy to be here too mm-hmm. um but yeah everybody take care of yourselves yeah. we're happy we're so happy uh, another wait another fucking highlight. we forgot all about the fucking podcast, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um damn it how about, that is a pod that that's a highlight and Huge honestly highlight. you guys listening right now um, you mean so much to us. Like, yeah. Rachel always jokes about how she hates you, but it's I not true. I joke about it. It's a, it's all, it's all a it's guy's. All, it's like when it's your dad's stink. like, I don't want a dog. And then he gets a dog Clearly and he loves dog. the dog. Yeah. Um, it's like You're that. You're the dog. Like, you guys are, you guys are the dogs You guys are us. our dogs. Yeah. That's worse. But if you know our relationship with dogs, you know, that's you a know high it's a great compliment. Thing. Um, no, but we like so thankful for that. So mm-hmm. thankful for you. Of course, my beautiful podcast host. I'm so thankful I get to look at you every day. Share cinnamon rolls yes um we should have fed each other this in a too it's okay i'll get another one next time um <laughs> but yeah thankful for you guys thank you all for listening mm-hmm. and for sharing it means the world to us mm-hmm. um we we do strive to do th- i mean it's it's hard work but we we strive to do this for you guys if, mm-hmm. if it weren't for you guys we wouldn't be here um so as always of course if you have suggestions or yeah. topics that you want to talk about write in to us we obviously if you want to be a guest mm-hmm. or um, a sponsor or if you want to be a sponsor um we have a couple things for you to just quick links fill out a form and we'll get you on um yeah easy peasy couldn't but do it without you guys yeah we love you. the exponential growth that we've experienced here has just been truly wonderful mm-hmm. so thank you guys for that here's the 2020 i'm barbara walter i'm Iris glass there you go all right guys okay. catch you next year bye bye